Hi, I'm Rafael Sierra. A Skagit County, Washington Sheriff's detective has a heart to change the way some policing is done. Detective Ann Weed, together with Compass Health mental health professionals, are working to change the way they respond to certain 911 calls to prevent a situation from escalating. Here's Detective Ann Weed to tell us more. Detective Weed, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Detective, please tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with the IMPACT program. Yeah, so I am currently a detective with the Skagit County Sheriff's Office in Washington, and I've been with this department for almost seven years. Um, I I have previous law enforcement experience in Georgia, and then when I left Georgia and moved to Washington, I got my master's degree in forensic psychology, and I worked uh, for a couple years in an intensive outpatient program. So I kind of have a background in both of these fields. And how I got involved with IMPACT is, Um, A few years ago, we elected a new sheriff, um, Sheriff McDermott, and he kind of came to um, around to everybody in the department and he was telling us about his goals for for his term and he named um, mental health in the community as one of his goals. So after he talked to all of us, I went to his office and I said, hey, if you're really serious about this, I'd love to to take this on as a project. And he gave me the, the go ahead. So I got with Marla Johns, who's the program manager over at Compass Health, and um, we've worked with Compass Health a lot um, in previous years, and we've worked well, but it wasn't fully working, and I, and I just said, hey, we need to try something different, and so we had a few conversations and did some research and came up with this this program called IMPACT. Wow, fantastic, and, and you do have experience with, with mental health uh, issues, correct? Correct. Okay. All right. And why is the program called IMPACT? Uh, I understand it's an acronym for something. It is. So IMPACT stands for Integrated Model of Police and Crisis Teams. And we came up with that acronym because in our discussions, we talked about how often law enforcement feels that we need help from the mental health field. And um, Marla pointed out that the mental health field and crisis workers are always going to need law enforcement. So um, traditionally, you know, law enforcement, mental health field, the physical health field, they're all kind of separate fields, but we all need each other. So we talked about, well, maybe if we teamed up, this would better serve our community. And that's where we came up with the acronym for IMPACT. Okay. And what's your reach uh, right now? What's your footprint? So we currently serve um, the county of Skagit and because this program started within the Skagit County Sheriff's Office, we're mostly serving, I guess, the um, unincorporated areas of the county, but we have other city jurisdictions within our county, and we also can serve service the, those community members as well. As long as their jurisdictions request um, an impact unit, we can go and service those jurisdictions as well. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, how you serve. Um, what, what does that look like? Uh, is it mostly mental health issues that you uh, that, that you help uh, people uh, in crisis with, or, or? Sure. So we we can really serve anybody. We we um, do focus on behavioral health components. So any any call for service that we can identify as um, having a behavioral health component, then our impact unit will. Um, what we call self-dispatch to those. And if a deputy or a law enforcement officer is on scene of a, of a call for service and then they recognize, hey, this person 
you know, is suffering from some kind of crisis, then we can, um, they can request an impact unit come and help with that call as well. And now is it, uh, is it just yourself going out to help folks or do you have uh, other people uh, from the sheriff's office going out to help uh, in the impact program? So right now we have two full-time mental health units that are, or mental health professionals that are teamed with two full-time impact deputies is what we're calling them. So um, the, the deputy and the mental health professional are in the same car, so they're riding together. So when there's a call for service, they respond together as one unit. Okay. And when you do respond, what, what does that look like? What is that interaction like, uh, you know, especially when you're out there uh, in the community trying to help somebody? Yeah, so I guess when an impact deputy uh, hears a call for service and they recognize that as one that would be appropriate for the impact unit, they will um, respond to that call. Just like if anybody calls 911 and, and a law enforcement officer shows up, this is the same thing. It's just that they're, they're I guess, handpicking which calls that they're going to. Um, and so they will initially, the law enforcement officer obviously um, will make sure that the scene is safe for the for the non-law enforcement mental health professional to come in as well. So, but they go in together and um, they kind of assess the situation and see what the what the community member needs. And oftentimes um, they will hand that off over to the mental health professional to kind of do their work with, with that community member. So what are you encountering out there? In other words, what kind of crisis situations are you seeing out there? Mm-hmm. So our impact units are going to a lot of calls. Um, and if you think about anybody who calls 911, there's probably some kind of crisis going on. Otherwise, you wouldn't be calling 911. So um, I guess on the surface, like the obvious calls for service that an impact deputy would go to would be, you know, a suicide attempt or somebody, a welfare check with somebody that um, is having thoughts of suicide. Um, but we're also finding that um, we're going to a lot of people that are having substance abuse problems. Um homelessness problems, um, and even just family problems. We go to a lot of domestic calls for service where um, a whole family's in crisis, and and it's helpful to have that impact unit there. So when you encounter somebody or when you go out to help somebody in need, you know, that's going through a crisis, how exactly do you help them? Um, Well, so the initial response, you know, the person is in crisis, and so we're we're crisis responders. So the, the initial goal is to intervene and alleviate that crisis Um, and that we do that by kind of trying to de-escalate the person or the scene Um, and then we just kind of try to talk to the community member and find out what is the root of the problem so when somebody calls 911 for a domestic or for um, somebody acting disorderly that's an obvious uh, call for a law enforcement officer to respond to but what our impact unit is trying to figure out is what is the root cause of this problem. And so um, we can, sometimes the intervention is just that they need somebody to talk to and they don't have anybody. And so we can spend some time um, because we're the impact unit, we can spend some extra time um, in talking to them and, and providing that intervention right there on scene. Sometimes somebody really does need to go to the hospital and we can facilitate that. Um, and other times people just need that I guess, um, handoff to a service. So for we can set them up with counseling services or we can um, try to help them get into a treatment facility. Um, and it just makes it easier on the community member that somebody is actually helping them do that instead of just um, giving them a phone number to call and making them do it themselves. Okay. And what would you say the goal is, you know, when you assist one of these folks uh, that are in crisis? Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, the goal is to help. The goal is to provide whatever service we can to help that person um, improve either in that moment and then hopefully um, continuously improve their situation. Um, you know, our, our goals of the program is to is to um, provide early intervention for people um, that need it. It's to reduce the calls for service. We have um, a lot of people that call 911 and actually really need a different service, and we can identify that and, and set them up with that new service. And it's it's to improve our relationships with our community members. We don't want to just we don't want our community members to feel like every time they call 911, we're just trying to to um, I guess put a band-aid on it so we can move on to the next call. We're really trying to improve people's uh, relationships with us, relationships with the rest of the community, and relationships with their families so we can um, help them get out of this crisis. And what about results? Um, what does that look like? Uh, now, do you think the program is is working, uh, so, you know, for those people that, that need it most? I do think it's working. Um, I think we've seen, I mean, I would say that we have immediate success. We've taken some statistics. It's a, it's a fairly new program. I think we um, went live with it in September. Uh, so right now, I think we're averaging about 120 calls for service per month. That's probably actually more. Um, our 97% of our contacts agree to at least talk to us. Wow, that's pretty high. Um, it's it's actually, it's very high. Um, and Good. it's great because, and I think the reason for that is, is that we're giving them that service right then and there. So we're not, we're not saying, okay, yeah, I hear you, but I can't help you. Here's a number that you can call to help. We're actually providing that service. And, and I think people are relieved by it when, when, when they realize that there's a team there to help them. Um, we've also found that only about 2% of our people have refused assistance with us, and only 1% of our um, contacts result in an arrest, which is huge because our goal is not is not to arrest people. Our goal is to help people get into the correct um, field that they need and to get the help that they need. So, Detective, how does that make you feel knowing that you, you know, and your team, the impact team, has helped others in need? Uh, it feels great. I mean, I don't really have a word for it. Um, when I went into this, hopeful, yeah, hopeful is a great word. Um, and I just think that, I just hope that this kind of program catches on because I really think it helps not only the people in our community, but it helps our law enforcement officers too. I mean, the ability to actually see relief on somebody's face when when we are able to help them in the moment and the honestly what's hit me one of the hardest ways what's hit me is that when we go to a call usually the the person that's calling is not necessarily the person in crisis but it's their family members and when when their family members call 911 and law enforcement officers show up and they realize that we're really going to take the time and and help them the relief on the family's faces has been powerful is really only the word I can come up with. Um, to just feel that sense of relief when we get there and they're like, oh my goodness, this program is amazing. You're actually going to sit here and, and take the time and talk to them and try to figure out what's going on and, and try to figure out not just putting a Band-Aid on the problem, but actually trying to solve the problem. The relief um, that you can actually feel from the family members has been amazing. So what's the hope for the impact program and for those that you serve? What does that look like to you? Um, I think the hope for our program is that we just continue to make a change. Um, I, I think that we really are changing the way that we 
respond to, to calls for service. And it's not just the obvious mental health calls. It's every call. I've had um, law enforcement officers contact me on um, calls like fraud calls where somebody just says, hey, I, you know, somebody um, stole my identity. That for, for somebody, that might be a huge crisis. And I've had law enforcement officers call me and say, hey, do you think Impact can follow up with this person? I think they're having a bad day. I mean, just having everybody paying attention to to um, how other people are feeling, I think the hope is for that to grow and so that we can all just kind of pay attention to our community and pay attention to what we're all feeling and what we're all going through because a lot of us are all going through the same thing and we just need we just need some help. So, Detective, before we conclude, is there anything else that uh, you like our listeners to remember about the IMPACT program? You know, perhaps it's something that you think it's really important for them to remember. So I think it's important to remember that... Um, Really, this this program started because a, a law enforcement officer and a mental health professional got together and said, what can we do together to help our community? And I think it's really important to remember that at our at our core, both in law enforcement and in mental health, um, we really just want to make everything better. We really just want to help the people in our community and the people that we were sworn to serve. And I, I hope people remember that we really are trying our best to do that. Marla Johns is with Compass Health and says the IMPACT program goes beyond assisting individuals in crisis. Their goal is to offer hope and help the person and perhaps even help their families get beyond the crisis. Here's Marla Johns. Marla, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and your involvement with IMPACT. Great. So I am a uh, program manager at Compass Health here in uh, the North Sound region, and I uh, was managing a crisis team and developed uh, in partnership with uh, the Skagit County Sheriff's Office what we have uh, started to call the IMPACT program, which is our integrated model of police and crisis teams. When did the program begin? So we officially began, our first day was actually September 11th. Uh, we started conversation and development back in January and then officially started the program in September. Okay. And why was the program created? Really, the program was created uh, out of out of a need to provide a better service to the community. So um, Detective Weed came to me and said, you know, what, what we're doing isn't working. And what we had done before was um, more of a of a siloed response. So the police would respond if they needed something, they would call us and then, you know, we would come out if we were available. And really it just, it wasn't fast enough. It wasn't um, meeting the immediate needs of the public. And so uh, she had come to me and said, you know, is there something else that we can do? And I said, you know, I just happened to know of a, of a different model and, uh, and had uh, done a little bit of um, kind of on the side consulting work on um, a project back in Reno, Nevada, where I had moved from and uh, introduced that idea to her. And we just said, we got to do this. So uh, we began the development of the program. We researched about 10 different agencies that have uh, co-responder models, um, got information from them, did um, some kind of research um, data collection, and put all the pieces together for what we felt was going to work right in our community. Okay. And what would you say the mission of the IMPACT program is? So really, we have um, five primary goals. So okay. our our goals are we want to provide early and voluntary behavioral health intervention. Um, we want to reduce calls for service for law enforcement, which require a level of expertise outside their job. 
uh, de-escalation of community members who may be experiencing a behavioral health crisis. We want to decrease the use of 911 for non-emergent calls by the high utilizers of services and also to improve community relationships by offering interventions to high-risk community members who are in need of those additional supportive services. Okay. And what areas do you uh, currently serve right now? So right now we are embedded with the Skagit County Sheriff's Office and we are in development with uh, Marysville Police Department, Arlington Police Department, and Lake Stevens Police Department. Okay, so you do work with other organizations uh, besides the uh, Skagit County uh, Sheriff's Department, correct? Uh, we, we're in development with those. So we've entered, they got a grant, um, and they are partnering with us. So we're in the process of getting those contracts signed and getting uh, getting staff um, set up there. But oh, okay. Um, but those are in development. Okay, So, but do you have plans to work with other uh, individuals uh, for, you know, that could also be part of IMPACT? I will work with anyone, anytime, anywhere. Um, really, the goal is to provide the best service for our community members who are experiencing um, behavioral health crisis and also to be a partner with law enforcement agencies in any way that we can. Tell us more about the issues that you help address, you know, with folks in need. So you mentioned mental health issues. Now, are those the only issues that you address? So, no. Um, so it developed out of that okay. um, belief that what we needed was to address mental health issues in the community. Well, what we found pretty quickly after um, initiating the program was really anyone can have a crisis, um, even if you don't have a known mental health diagnosis. And this partnership allows us to meet people where they're at and serve their needs. So an example um, might be kind of a non-mental health crisis, might be someone who um, experiences a sudden death of a loved one at home. Uh, And so I think we all can agree that's a crisis for that person. And so if we can come in and provide some supportive interventions to the families, um, then we're actually kind of doing crisis prevention at that point. Um, And then, you know, that's kind of on, on one end of, of the spectrum. The other end, of course, are our community members who have serious mental illness um, and are frequent, um, having frequent encounters with our law enforcement partners, and then everything in between. So you address other things, for example, like substance abuse and things like that, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Fantastic. And well, give us a glimpse of how the program works. Um, well, what does that look like You know, for, for somebody out there going, okay, what, what, what is this all about? Yeah, so the great thing about this program is um, I think in many cases, uh, existing resources can be utilized. In our case, we were lucky enough that we um, got some funding to um, to add staff. But what happens is we team up a um, master's level mental health clinician with um, a law enforcement officer, and they are in the car with them for the entire shift. And they will respond to calls. Um, they do what we call jump, what they call jumping calls. So they will self-dispatch to a call that has a known behavioral health component to it. So sometimes they can tell by looking at the computer screen in the car um, that this is a, this is definitely a behavioral health call. We need to go to that one. Um, so they'll go to that. They'll take care of the call. Uh, the other way that they get to the scene is um, if another officer arrives on scene of something and says, hmm, I think maybe there's a behavioral health component to this. I should call the impact team. Then they can request that the team respond to the scene and take over. Uh, and then the final thing that we do is um, just some kind of proactive outreach. So 
some of those community members who are known to law enforcement, who are known to our mental health clinicians. They'll do follow-up with them. Um, they'll do outreach if they see somebody, for example, on the street that they know. They'll just stop and say hello and have a conversation to um, begin to develop those relationships. Because what we know is that the first time or the second time or the third time that you talk to somebody, you're planting a seed. And you know, with every seed that's planted, they all grow at a different rate. And so, um, you know, sometimes the seed will, will, will sprout overnight and we're going to see immediate change. Other times it takes um, a little while and you're going to have to kind of water it and give it some sunshine. So that's how we consider those, um, those contacts, right, where if you're meeting with somebody and they're not having a crisis, we're really just watering the garden and we're waiting for an opportunity to continue to interact with them and develop those relationships. And what's the goal uh, when you meet somebody, you know, that's in need of assistance? What's the goal uh, between your team, the impact team and that person? What, what would you want to happen? I want them to get what they need. So, um, so the goal is going to be different for every individual. Sometimes someone just needs a, a kind of a, what we call a one and done, right? We're going to meet with them one time, provide them the support that they need, and we're never going to see them again. And that's going to be all that they need. Um, other times there are people who need a higher level of care. So maybe we're assisting in getting them into ongoing treatment or assisting in getting them into substance use treatment. Sometimes we get people to the hospital if they need to be hospitalized. So really it depends on what that person needs. There's no cookie cutter approach. And what about results so far? You know, is the program working, do you think? So I I think so, yeah. And that's the, the most difficult part of, of, uh, of mental health work and behavioral health work is really putting a number to it. Um, but I can tell you we're averaging about, um, we're covering seven days a week, 10 hours a day right now. We're expanding that um, to to have a longer time of coverage. I think we're going to cover 18 hours a day um, starting in February. Um, But right now at 10 hours, um, seven days a week, we're making about 125 contacts a month. Uh, And of those, 96% are agreeing to a behavioral health intervention. So we've only had a very small percentage of people who say no thank you, that they they don't want to have contact with us. Um, And so I can tell you that um, the last quarter in our region, involuntary hospitalizations decreased. Uh, I believe that's a direct correlation to the work that that we're doing. We're able to keep people out of the hospital if they don't need to be there. Um, And again, I think just the contact, the number of contacts and the amount of time that people are engaging with us, to me, tells me that we're successful. And what about long-term? What's in store for impact? Yeah, I, I think it's a hard question to answer because it's not it's not just uh, my decision, you know, it's, um, it involves our law enforcement partners and, um, and other agencies and funding and all of that. Um, I would love to see impact in every department. So uh, Compass Health covers a five county region. I would like to see an impact team in every one of the jurisdictions in that five county region. That's a pretty tall order, um, but that's where I'd like to start. Uh, and then I think we can look at what the future holds after that. But Right now, that's what I would really like. So being involved with the folks that you serve through Impact, how does that make you and the team feel that, you know, you're out there and that you're, you're making a difference in the community through this uh, wonderful program? 
You know, I can tell you um, the the chief, uh, the patrol chief that we work with uh, in Skagit and I were, were having a conversation one time and we both agreed he and I have about the same amount of time, um, work time in. I've been doing this about, like I said, I've been in social services about 25 years. Um, and I can tell you in my 25 years of work, I believe this is the most important thing that I have done by far. Um, when when you show up on scene with an officer and a family maybe has called you in crisis and they have a loved one who's experiencing a behavioral health crisis, for example, and, and I can watch the officer say, um, hey, I have this person here. They can help you. I'm not going to take your loved one to jail. Nothing bad's going to happen. I have this person. They can help you. And just the relief that comes over that family's face um, and, and just knowing that, okay, we're, we're making the next step. We're going to get somewhere. Um, it's, it's a pretty amazing feeling. And, and really the magic happens in those moments um, that are sometimes least expected, but really, um, you know, pun intended, right, has the most impact on the people that we're serving. Wow. And what about those you serve? What's their reaction? Um, we've had very positive, um, very positive feedback from people um, that, we have directly interacted with both, uh, both the consumer and the families, um, and our community partners too. Um, I've, I've heard nothing negative. I have only heard positive feedback people. Again, I think, you know, they call, you call 911 because that's the number, you know, and from the time that you can talk, you're told if you need help, call 911, if you need help, call 911. And so they call and our law enforcement partners have been put in a position of being mental health providers without being mental health providers. And so they show up to these, um, to these scenes and they are amazing at what they do, but this gives them another tool in their tool belt to be able to provide the level of service that our vulnerable community members deserve. So what's the hope for the impact program? Um, I hope it grows. I hope it continues forever. Um, every day I hope that we can positively affect one person that day. Um, and I know that we do. Um, I would love to see impact in every department everywhere. And um, I, I think just to continue to do the really hard work in a really great way and expand on what we're doing well. So Marla, anything else you'd like to add? Something that perhaps you think it's important, you know, for folks to remember, something that perhaps we didn't talk about today, about the impact mm -hmm. program. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, again, um, our job is to be a tool um, and to be... Um, a partner with our law enforcement officers that we work with. Our job isn't, um, isn't to criticize, complain, change. Our job is to partner together. And, uh, and I could not have chosen a better department to start this with than the Skagit County Sheriff's Office. They've been amazing partners. And, uh, and our community has been very welcoming of the program. Um, it really, if, if I had a wish for how it would have started, it couldn't have been better than it has been. My special thanks to Detective Ann Weed from the Skagit County, Washington Sheriff's Department and to Marla Johns from Compass Health. And thank you for listening. I'm Rafael Sierra.